Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is the CEO of the Brainerd Family YMCA, Shane Riffle. Shane, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having me. It's always great to be here. It's like we just saw you a few days ago. Oh, we wait, did. we did. Yeah, yeah. Right. something was going on a few days ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. The annual Y Ball. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. So fun. It just, it was an amazing event mm-hmm. and it exceeded everything that I thought it was going to be. I, I was actually a bit nervous with uh, the presentation, the entertainment, whatever we want to call it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know how people would respond. Right. But, oh. Um, yeah. It the was Rubinator came through. The Rubinator. <laughs> I don't know if he's listening. He's back in Nashville at Camp Widgewagon right now. So, well, for those that missed it, can if you can give just so they know we're talking about what he did for the entertainment portion. I guess you could say of the event. Yeah. So, Ruben, he's gone through this evolution from being a a camper. um, I think it must have been twenty seven, twenty six years ago. And he worked as a CIT for my wife, but actually took over my role as camping services director in Countryside, where I'm saying Ohio, after I left. And now he's running one of the biggest day camps in the country at Camp Wojewagin in, in Tennessee. Wow. But he's always, um, he's been just a, an inspirational, talented kid, you know, watching him develop has inspired me, but he's an artist as well. Oh, mm-hmm. is he ever. <laughs> and one day at camp, he said, you know, because there's ceremony at camp, which we'll kind of talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this tradition of ceremony. He said, I, I want to do this chalk drawing, you know, to music and I was like, okay. So we had, you know, probably 300 campers at the time sitting in our outdoor kind of amphitheater. And he has this sheet stapled to a frame. And he has this chalk. And, you know, the music kind of comes on. It's an inspirational song. And, you know, there's this chalk going up. And all of a sudden, you know, it comes together. And it was tied to a camp theme. And it's just everybody's mouth dropped. Yeah. It was powerful. So this year, um, we were looking at, you know, how do we communicate our cause and inspire people who are attending the Y-Ball? And, you know, just kind of scratching our heads, our our volunteer committee, I said, well, I know this kid, Ruben, and he Mm -hmm. does these chalk drugs. I think we could, you know, do some things around that to to make it kind of neat. And I showed them Ruben on YouTube, and it just doesn't do it justice. No, it doesn't. No. And I remember you guys' faces when I presented. I'm like... Okay, I can't tell how if they is, quite think this is a good idea or not. And it's cool, but it's how is it going to work? You know, yeah. Al, but did it ever? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I give Ruben a call, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll come out." And so we spent time first talking about the music, and he sent me a few. Um, and then I talked about the theme as well, which was sure. mountain climbing and tools that kids need to be to be successful, and tying that to mountain climbing. So we talked about a couple different songs, and he sent me a a draft. You know music mm-hmm. i guess script and so i set out a timeline and i started writing a speech and we kind of talked about you know some gaps and how to make it powerful and i don't know how it happened oh. but the the crescendos and the timing it just totally fit yeah. it was amazing with with what i was talking about and you know it's quite long it, I, I think the total presentation was 13 minutes and 6 seconds and i think my talking time was maybe maybe about 10 or 11 minutes. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah, so I'm up there, and I'm kind of trying to read and engage the crowd, and I realized quickly 
No one was looking at me. Everyone was oh. looking at the oh, child. Yeah. They're listening to you, on. but yeah. they're watching him and what he's doing was yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, as I was introducing and, and really linking it to our cause, and I, I told a great story, I think, about mm-hmm. um, Matthew, who's in our Healthy Weight and, and Your Child program and the tools that he's getting. And so, you know, the beginning is just the backdrop. It's pastels going up on the screen. But as soon as we started talking about the mountains and the tools, all of a sudden, you know, the mountains are coming into focus. Oh, and then yeah. the sunshine. And then it culminated with the, the two kids, you mm. know, kind of raising their hands and yeah. celebrating as they're, they're climbing their mountains. So it still it, gives me goosebumps to think about it. it. Together, I mean, yeah. there were tears. There, I mean, it, it was dead silent. People were watching this happen. And that rarely happens when you're at the Grandview Lodge, you know, when you're up yeah. there and and people were enthralled, and he did a fantastic job. It was absolutely moving, and, and sure was really helped drive yeah. the point home of that program. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm Thank you know all, I'm so thankful for our sponsors: CTC, Weisenegger Engel Insurance, Retirement Learning Center, uh, Winnegar Dental, Essentia, and you know everyone who donated auction items and the people who attended. Um, it was just such a great way to share our cause, mm-hmm. and you know I'm just thankful for this community. I, I really am. Every day, I'm thankful for the why. I'm thankful for the community and the way we come together to support each other. And this was a reflection of that. It was awesome. It was yeah. an awesome and night. Thank you to our MCs. You guys <laughs> did such a fantastic job, and yeah, thankful for you as well. You thank you. Luckily, we had a small part. That's so right, a very small part <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> compared. But it was very fun to be yeah. a part of. Thank it you for was. asking. It really was. Yeah. yeah. So as we head for spring, what are you focusing on now at the Y? Uh, a lot of the same things continue, but you have new things as well. Yeah, new yeah. things coming up. Well, I kind of thought it was almost getting to be bicycling season. <laughs> <laughs> Silly you. <laughs> yeah, I, I took the the snow scraper blade off my tractor, and I thought that was done, but now I'm regretting it. Yeah, um, actually, we'll see if it does hit. There's nothing right now, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was getting close to bicycling season. So. We were part of a conversation. Um, I know the city of Brainerd. We're working to becoming a bike-friendly community. So there's a lot of partners involved. You know, Crowing Energize, the Y, the city, mm-hmm. bike shops. Um, but I wanted to support that through the Y. So I applied to become, or we applied to become, a bike-friendly business, which helps gain, I guess, credibility and strengthens your proposal to become a bike-friendly community. Mm. And a couple of the ideas um, that we had as we were developing that was one of them is that, um, you know, a lot of the businesses downtown don't have showers. And if their employees want to commute, you know, they don't yeah. want to, yep. you know, come in dirty or sweaty if they're um, commuting from a ways off. So we talked about it internally, and we said that, you know, if someone's commuting in and they need a shower, they can stop at the Y for free mm-hmm. and shower and then Great. go on to work. And, you know, we'll be supporting, you know, this. It's healthy. It's fun. It, it's environmentally friendly. So a lot of great things come out of bike commuting, and we're glad to support that. So free showers at the Y if you're commuting in. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty That's cool. That's really neat. Thank you. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I see uh, a lot of models happening in different cities and, uh, you know, uh, even in Minnesota, in the Twin Cities, there's yeah. bike fleets available in both Minneapolis yeah. and St. Paul. And not necessarily the people bike into work, but okay, I'm going to lunch, and they can access a bike or a scooter or something and take that around. And that's another component uh, that I think is pretty cool. And hopefully we get there one day, too. That's in the vision. You know, we look at walkability, bikeability. There's the safe routes to school. So the city is uh, building pathways for kids in neighborhoods to 
walk to school instead yes. of you know getting in a car and having their parents take them. You can form little pods and have volunteer leaders who kind of escort the kids. It's really a neat That's program. Neat. So we're looking at all those things, and we're going to get there because I you know you see the energy in the room when when these leaders get together, and I'm just fully confident we're going to get there. It just takes time and planning and you know step by step. But uh, Minneapolis, the Twin Cities, I believe that is one of the most bike friendly communities in the country. I, I mean, it's, so. it's rated one of the top three or top five yeah. cities for cycling in, in the country, actually. Right. right. Which is pretty cool. All right. Um, and I know uh, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, bicycle enthusiasts here in the Lakes area. Oh, yeah. Uh, not only because of the mountain biking right over here in our backyard at Cuyuna, but the extensive trail system. Yeah, lots and, of trails. And don't we have uh, like a uh, big bike ride that happens every year? Yeah, the Paul Bunyan Cyclists. Yeah. Um, Ed Shaw's heading up the effort right now, but it's the Tour of the Lakes. Yes. And they're really trying to get more people involved in that. Um, I have the information, so if folks are interested. And the thing is, it's not a race like a, a Tour de France no, or anything just competitive like that. Yeah, it's a ride, and there's two different distances. There's 35 miles and 66 miles, and it's a good family event with your friends you don't have to have the high-end bike you know just as long as it's serviceable mm -hmm. um, and you know you have to be prepared to ride 35 miles which is you know it's it's a good ride but mm -hmm. it's attainable sure right. um, and the crowing energized and the why we've teamed up we're going to take on one of the rest stops so we'll be out there cheering people on making sure they're properly fueled up have water and nutrition and ready to to finish their ride. Cool. Uh, but information's on the Y website. Also, if you go to Paul Bunyan Cyclists, uh, they have a website and also a Facebook page, which has all of the information you would need. A lot of FAQs. So in case you're a bit hesitant and have, you know, those standard questions, it can, it can answer it there. But we're proud to partner and support the effort. Neat. Yeah. That's really cool. That is neat. Okay. Uh, any other uh, bike information we should know about? Yeah, oh, yes, it's going to take up the whole show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, yeah, you know, we've talked about the the bike fleet, the Crowing Energized YMCA bike fleet. We just received word the other day that, you know, you look at Minnesota in the winters and the summers, and there's a lot of winter time yeah, you know, there sometimes is. into May. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's an opportunity to, to use the trailers and get kids engaged in outdoor activities in the winter. So we just received a grant through Crowing Energized to take out the bikes in the winter and outfit it as a snowshoe fleet. How okay, cool is that's that? awesome. Yeah. yeah, so we're going to have a curriculum that we can take to the schools. They can check them out for you know a couple of days or a week, and get the kids out you know into the playground, out into the trails around the school. Mm -hmm. Some schools have that, and teach the kids how to snowshoes. It's it's easy. It's something they can do their entire life. It's fun. It gets kids outdoors. Yeah. And then the other trailer, I'm working with the American Birkebeiner Ski Foundation, but we're looking to outfit the other one as a cross-country ski fleet. Awesome. So there's skis that you don't need the boots, you know, the mm -hmm. ski boots. You can just hook them up to your outdoor yep. winter boots and learn how to cross-country ski. So it would be great for elementary school Sweet. kids. Yeah. My daughter yeah. this winter, their school up at Eagle View, yeah. they had some snowshoes up there, and she loved it. She had yeah. so that much fun. That was the idea that yeah. generated this. You know, instead of having every school buy their own set of snowshoes, we can outfit it and get it to the schools. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually... <laughs> Uh, U.S. Snowshoe Association snowshoe instructor 
It's a mouthful. Wow. But yeah, so um, we're going to look at building a generic curriculum, kind of like the bike fleet. There's the walk, bike, fun curriculum. Okay. Um, we want to build something that schools can just take and use. Hmm. And that'll be kids. That'll be fun to see. Yeah. So that's. I think that'll wrap it up for the bikes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about stuff coming up now. <laughs> yeah. What else is on your uh, on your docket these days? You know, camp is coming up. And there is a lot behind the scenes going on with camp. Um, so this year, 2019, um, there's some, we always, we c- continuous improvement. Mm-hmm. Always want to do more and do better. Um, so this year, we have, uh, we've, we're receiving some grant funding. So we're going to be looking at developing or buying some Chromebooks, making sure that the Wi-Fi is high speed and working great. Um, where we have the kids, uh, but also adding some more online STEM, particularly coding-type activities. Mm. So we're going to enhance our STEM. We're going to develop coding and get some licensed programs for the kids to do um, with that. Really? That's awesome. Yeah, and particularly we're focusing on really the – we want to bring in more kids from two specific neighborhoods, the Garfield and the Lowell neighborhoods. And we're a partner with Bridges of Hope and the Self-Healing Communities Initiative. Yes, yep. And they found that these two neighborhoods really, there's a lot of data that show that, you know, this is the areas that we need to lift up and educate around mm-hmm. ACEs and what we can do to really insulate these kids and, and yeah. build resiliency and the 40 developmental assets. So we're going to be going out and we're going to be promoting scholarships. We're going to have lots of scholarship money for kids in these neighborhoods who otherwise couldn't afford it to come to camp Sweet. and take part in these great programs and be with our role models and other kids and build friendships and new skills and mastery and all love the great it. things that go yeah. on with camp. Love so, it, love it. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, so we're working on that material, and we're going to be actually probably walking the neighborhoods, uh, you know, trying to talk to parents mm-hmm. and pass out the information. So we're going to take a bit of a different approach with that. So that's new. And archery. Really? Archery is going to be new. Cool. Yeah, Sourcewell, we got a, a little grant from Sourcewell, so we're building an archery. And that's a cool thing because, you know, kids who typically, you know, they, they don't know how to do something, they're learning something new, there's a whole set of skills that go along with that when you – when you go through that experience, not knowing how to doing it and being a little hesitant and afraid mm-hmm. to trying it, to practicing it, to mastering it, you know, when you can take that and translate that into other things that you're doing, you know, that's valuable in life and valuable in leadership. So we want to really do that and make sure that the kids are aware that, hey, here's what you're doing and here's why it's right. a great thing. Yeah. And they're going to be having fun as well. So that's new for 2019. Um, but 2020... It's kind of cool, you know, 2020 know. vision and <laughs> yep. 2020 is coming up. Um, you guys know Vicki Foss, right? Oh, yes, we yes. do. Everybody knows from Vicky the, yes. From the Arboretum. Yes, and, and she was taking pictures she at the Y-Ball Friday, so <laughs> love Vicky. We've been having conversations for about a year now, and in 2020, we're, gonna, we're really going – we have a, a verbal agreement, mm-hmm. but we're going to look at um, doing Y day camps out at Camp Vanassic. Um, awesome. Possibly up to ten weeks in 2020. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, that would be really so. Great idea. You know, we could build a partnership. We could seek some grants to make some facility enhancements and upgrades. You know, and I'm picturing it in my mind, and I see. You know, we used to do tree climbing and rappelling, possibly a climbing wall, one of those water trampolines, mm-hmm. and you know, canoeing, stand up paddle boarding. 
Um, they already have low ropes courses. Um, so just all of those things that we can be doing with kids, outdoor education in a you know more of a wilderness, outdoor type setting. So it's a fantastic site. I drove out there the other day and looked around, and yeah. boy, my imagination is just... <laughs> <laughs> it's going right now. So yeah. I drove and over. It's right here in Baxter. So it that's, is. It's right in our backyard. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get that wilderness feel right here close to home. It's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I drove over to um, the Northland Arboretum, popped into Vicky's office, and I said, what if? And she was like, what if? Mm-hmm. So here we are. Awesome. 2020. Yeah. All right, okay. looking ahead. We'll look forward to that. We're going to run out of time, but uh, real quick, just want to mention uh, swim lessons, uh, Shane. Is there another round starting? There is. We are in our spring session, but summer is coming up soon. The schedule will be out May 1st. And I did want to mention that we actually have made the conversion from the old style to the new style. And I've been talking to the parents on the pool deck as their kids have made the switch. And it's just fantastic. It's very progressive. It's easy to tell which level you should put your kid. And our instructors went through two days of training to learn this. And it is just fantastic. The kids are going to learn more. They're going to retain it. And the Y, we're America's favorite swim instructor. So come join us this summer at the Y. We'll also be doing that free week of um, safety around water lessons. So look for that in the community ed bulletin. And uh, yeah, just come visit the Y. There's so much to do. Mm-hmm. There is. True. And yeah. more to come. Yeah. All right. Very good. <laughs> Shane, thank you so much for being here. As always, we truly enjoy you coming by and we will see you at the Y. Yes. Thank you. And yes, Thanks, Shane. All right. Shane Riffle is the CEO at the Brainerd Family YMCA. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, Community Focus is available anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com.